When you get on the stage as a public speaker, there's a lot of pressure. You're in front of a whole bunch of people who are expecting you to deliver a great presentation. And while seasoned speakers, they have no problem speaking in front of hundreds of people, some of the newer speakers in the mix, who maybe they've spoken to a small number of people, it's harder for them to make that full adjustment. And there are some ways that beginner speakers do self-sabotage themselves and this can really hurt your ability to deliver that great presentation and really make it as a public speaker. So that's why in this episode, we're going to talk about just some of the self-sabotage that you should avoid, some of the ways public speakers self-sabotage, and some of the ways that you can become a better speaker. So we've got a lot in this episode. Our guest who joins us today teaches introverted entrepreneurs and business professionals how to overcome their fear of public speaking and become confident, compelling captivating speakers. Taking her own experiences going from scared to sought after speaker, she founded Brilliant Speakers Academy, which is an online public speaking coaching program for introverts. So our guest who joins us is none other than Victoria Leonansky. Victoria, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. I'm thrilled to be here. It's a pleasure to have you, Victoria, on the podcast. And with a lot of people trying public speaking, I'm wondering if you could share with us just some of the common mistakes and roadblocks that some people have in the beginning of their journey, just being able to be confident and step up on that stage. Absolutely. And a lot of my students are in this situation. I'd say the majority of my students, they really want to become more of a professional public speaker, they have a story to share, or they have something that they really need to say to impact people, to inspire people. And the problem that they have is that they're terrified of public speaking. They are absolutely scared. They don't feel confident. They don't feel comfortable and they don't enjoy it. And so a lot of people are in this situation, particularly when they're beginning. And there are a lot of things that we actually do ourselves, the mistakes that we're making that make us <laughs> come across a lot less confident than we really could be. And I'm speaking from my personal experience. I don't know about you, Mark. You seem very confident <laughs> from all the podcasts that I've listened to. But um, myself, I'm personally an introvert, and I used to be absolutely terrified of public speaking um, for years and years and years. And I know that I have made all of those mistakes that I'm going to talk about. And I know that a lot of my students have made them as well. And the first very big self-sabotage and mistakes that we make, particularly when we are introverts, particularly when we're very scared, is that we truly believe that public speaking is a special talent and that only a few people possess it. And those few are the ones who are out there speaking, but anybody else cannot learn it. They can fake it, but they cannot learn it. They cannot be really good at it because it's not something that they were born with. And this is a huge, huge mental block for a lot of people. I know it was for me. I don't know, Mark, what, how do you feel? Or how you used to feel, I guess, in the beginning of your public speaking and authoring journey? Did you think that public speaking was a talent or did you think it was a skill? I think it's something that you develop over time, a skill. 
you see, you are awesome. Yeah, no, most people that I speak to, which of course end up becoming my clients, are the ones who think that, no, 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 this is something you're born with. If I'm scared, this is forever. And, and the reason you want to overcome this mental block is because if you continue believing this, then you're going to continue thinking that the only way you can become a good public speaker is if you try to fake it, if you have to do some special tips and tricks. You never truly believe that you can be yourself, that you can go as genuinely you in front of an audience and truly be a great speaker. A lot of people have this mindset block because when you look around and you see people who are professional public speakers, you know, they seem so much at ease. It, it, it appears like it's nothing to them. But you and I know that some of the best public speakers out there, for some of them, they still feel butterflies in their stomach right before a big presentation. And so-called, you know, regular people who are not out there on stage or in front of the camera all the time, they don't realize it. And so this is a really big thing that I do want everybody to take away from this is that it, is, it has nothing to do with the talent. It has nothing to do with how you were brought up, how you were born. It even doesn't have anything to do with being an introvert or an extrovert. It's a skill that absolutely anybody can develop. And this is the first thing that you kind of have to sit down and think about it. And if you're still in doubt and you're still thinking, well, I don't know, it still seems like a talent to me, then I encourage you to kind of look at your, at your own skills. You know, something that maybe your friends always compliment you on and you're like, well, I don't know, it seems like nothing to me. But most likely, at some point, you didn't know how to do that special thing really well. And then over time, you developed it. And if you think this through, if you really sit down and think about it, you will realize that you have plenty of those skills that you're really great at. And they seem like second nature to you. But at some point, you were really bad at them. And you worked on them. And you developed them. And so public speaking can be another skill that you develop. Um, and the second really big mistake, and this is probably the biggest mistakes that I see people make, is that when they are scared of the audience and they go in front of an audience, they keep on focusing on their fear. You are standing there and the only thing in your mind is, what is my audience thinking of me, right? When you are scared, that's the first question. You're standing there, what are they thinking of me? Are they criticizing me? Oh, are they going to judge me? Oh, they're probably going to think I'm a fraud. They're probably going to think I don't know anything. And when you stay in that mind space, when you keep on, keep on focusing on that fear, it's very hard for you to shift the focus and actually engage with your audience. And so the biggest shift that I encourage you to make is anytime, and right now everybody's obviously exposed to public speaking through Zoom, through live streams, it's becoming more and more everyday thing for a lot of people and a lot of people are exposed to public speaking who are not as exposed before. So tomorrow, when you have to go on your live stream and you are in front of a camera and you are thinking about your audience and that thought pops into your head, what are they thinking of me? Are they going to think that I don't know anything? As soon as you think that, I want you to catch yourself and immediately shift 
that thought to how am I going to make them feel? How am I going to make them feel? How am I going to help them? How am I going to benefit them? How am I going to impact them? Or how am I going to say something that's going to make a difference, either in those people's lives or in the environment that we're discussing, but maybe on this live stream. And any time you, you catch yourself thinking back to, oh, maybe I made a mistake. Oh, now they're thinking, I don't know anything. Immediately shift back to what is, what does my audience need? And immediately start thinking about, again, what am I going to say to influence them? What am I going to say to inspire them? So it's, it's really two different mindsets. And it's impossible to be in both at the same time. You're either in one or you're in the other. You're either so passionate about what you're talking about. You're so, you're so caught up in that message, in, that, you know, in, in, your, in what your audience needs, that you don't think about yourself and your fear, or you're staying stuck in your fear. And that's a really, really big deal. And I know, Mark, I know you obviously experienced that many times. You know, you get in front of an audience, you start speaking, you forget about everything. You forget about yourself completely, right? Basically, all, all you're thinking about is your audience. But again, it's very hard to think about your audience when you're standing there with your selfish thoughts about your self-confidence and how you're maybe not good enough, the whole imposter syndrome, everything going on in your brain. You just have to, it's, it's hard to turn it off but you have to switch. You have to switch back to your audience every time you go, you go into your brain with that whole, I'm not good enough thing. Immediately switch to your audience. What am I going to say? And just think about what's my next sentence? What's my next thought? And just keep on staying in that mindset of being a giver. Because you and I know that the best public speakers out there, they're givers. They're givers, they're not receivers, they're focused on giving. And that's where the whole energy is. And so as long as you focus on giving, that's when you will stop thinking about your fear. And here's the thing, guys. When you stop thinking about your fear, your fear symptoms begin to disappear. You know, you may be standing there in front of your audience or sitting in front of your camera, you know, shaking and sweaty and you're, you know, you your mouth is dry and you can barely talk. But when you get out of your head and you start focusing on your audience and you forget to think about your fear, your fear symptoms begin to disappear. And all of a sudden, 20 minutes later, you're like, wait a second, I'm no longer sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer all that scared. Because that's the power of staying in the mindset of being all about your audience and having that focus on your audience i mean that's gonna be the thing that helps you i feel like there are too many people who when you write a book you're supposed to write it from start to finish and then you edit a lot of people when they write the book they're editing at the same time so similarly with public speaking i feel like there are too many people who they will this is what victoria mentions when it's like oh what did the audience think about me I mean, if you think that way, then it's just going to go downhill from there. There was one guy I had on the show who one of his coaches 
his public speaking coach at the end of the talk had a list of like how many times a person said, um, and um, and like, like those are two of the things that I'm also working on. Every time I hear a story like that, I just become more conscious of it, but you can't be disappointed in yourself. You can't think about it in the moment on the stage. You can look at yourself after if there's a recording, but you do have to be focused on the audience and then you can edit and look at it later to see how you can improve. I cannot agree with you more. And particularly about that whole thing about likes and ums and all of those feeler words, or as I call them, weed words. You know, I understand that there are a lot of coaches out there. They're really focused on it. And yes, they will come to you after your speech and say, um, you said um five times and you said like seven times. That's not me. The reason for it is because what I want to remind my students is that it's all about the message. Now, if you are saying like in every sentence, and we met those people, if you say something like this, like uh, uh, in every single sentence, it is distracting. You definitely want to work on it. But if you have an occasional like, do you really think your audience is going to be sitting there with a notepad and marking off every time you said like? They couldn't care less. What they care about is how you made them feel. What they care about is how they feel when they walk out of that room and all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, I am, I am so inspired. Oh, I'm so ready to take action. Oh, that was so interesting. That's what they care about. They won't notice your occasional like. They won't notice your occasional mm. They won't notice your occasional mistake. In fact, you know, speaking about mistakes, even if you make a mistake, and that a lot of people are so terrified of mistakes or filler words, so what? You know, you make a mistake, you laugh about it, you keep on going like nothing happened, your audience is going to love you more because you made that mistake, because all of a sudden, you're human. They're like, oh, that's just a regular normal person like, like, like me. You, as long as your whole presentation, your whole talk, is really powerful and moving and inspirational. As long as you have all of that going for you, that occasional like um, or a little mistakes that you make are not gonna make any difference in your audience's mind. And the sooner you realize this, realize this simple fact, the sooner you're gonna get rid of that fear that you will make a mistake or that you will say feel a word. And I'm not saying don't work on it, work on it. Don't obsess with it. Because in the big scheme of things, nobody cares. If you have a perfect talk that didn't really move the audience, didn't really take the audience on a journey where they walked out and they're like, whoa, okay, that was really something else. But you never said like, Compared to somebody who had a couple of filler words, but the audience was really transformed, the second audience would love your talk a million times more. So my biggest advice to anybody who is particularly beginning the public speaking journey, particularly those who are still scared of public speaking in general, or scared of their audience, don't put too much pressure on yourself. 
Mm. The only two things you need to focus on is your audience and how you're making them feel and the message and how transformational it is, how powerful it is. Those things you need to worry about. Everything else is fluff. And you, and you can look at TED Talks, right? TED Talks or TEDx Talks. There are so many amazing, incredible TED Talks where a presenter or the speaker wasn't conventional in any way. Maybe was speaking very softly and maybe even a tiny bit monotone, or maybe has been, you know, the person was running across the stage and was, you know, waving arms around. But if you really look at it, you're going to see people making so-called mistakes that, you know, coaches normally say, oh, don't do that. But their talk has been viewed millions of times and made a difference in people's lives. So think about that mm-hmm. and don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't try to be perfect. I like the TED TEDx comparison because you do have speakers on those stages who will go um and like and not deliver a perfect speech. Now, delivering a perfect speech in general, it's very subjective. It's very, it's not going to happen. But just because you're using like and um more than you'd want to, as long as you focus on the big picture stuff and did I clearly say what I wanted to say, just the big picture stuff. I feel like too many people, they look little picture when they're assessing themselves, like using like and um a lot or not coming off perfect or forgetting to mention a point, but you need to look at it from a bigger picture with like the attendees and how you impact them through your speaking. And I do feel for a lot of beginning public speakers, there is this tendency to look at the crowd and think about how they're picturing you. A lot of people, they crave uh, worth from other people, approval from others. So I wonder if you could share with us, how can we focus more on the delivery of our public speaking versus trying to think in the moment what they think of us? Yeah, and, and this is, and you're so right on this because that's exactly where we keep on going in our head, right? What are they thinking of us? We keep on, <laughs> and the funny thing is, guys, for those of you, again, who are afraid of public speaking, afraid of your audience, they're not even thinking of you. <laughs> in all honesty, and you, you need to think of yourself in the audience. Imagine yourself in the audience, and there is this amazing speaker, and you're all cut up. You're not thinking about little things and, you know, whether the speaker made a mistake or whatever. You're just all caught up in the speech, right? And then let's, let's think about a presentation that was really boring. So let's say you had some sort of a training at work and it was super duper boring and you were like sitting there napping. Were you thinking about the speaker? No, you were thinking about what am I going to cook for dinner and how can I make my kids, you know, do their math. In either scenario, you're not sitting there staring at the speaker going like, ooh, you are so not good. I'm going to stare you down the whole time, right? You, you have to remember that as long as you focus on, <laughs> and I said two things, but there are actually three things, and I'm going to mention the third thing right now. But thing number one, again, you focus on your audience, and that's what helps you turn off 
thinking about your audience criticizing you, which is kind of like, hmm, how am I thinking about the audience, but I turn off the critique? Because you're not thinking about your audience as a judge. You're thinking about your audience as a friend, not an enemy, as a friend. You're thinking about public speaking as a conversation and you're focusing on your message. So those are the two things. You're focused on giving to your audience, on benefiting them in some way. You're focusing on your message. You're passionate about your message. But the third thing is you need to focus on you being yourself. I see so many people trying to so-called fake it till you make it, right? And it's a very common advice, not just in public speaking, but in business and in life. Fake it till you make it. Pretend to be somebody else until you are just like them and then you're all set. And that's why I see a lot of people trying to take, um, you know, somebody like Gary Vee and uh, try to be Gary Vee on stage or whoever else they admire. And they try to put on this facade, this persona, because they don't think that they themselves are not good enough. And this is the biggest mistake you can make in public speaking, is trying to go out there and pretend to be somebody you're not. Well, first of all, even if you pretend for some time, at some point, that whole facade is going to crack and you'll say something where your audience is like, wait, that's out of character. Where did that come from? You, you, you cannot pretend for, for a long time, right? But what's most important is that when you're pretending to be somebody you're not, you continue feeling like a fraud on the inside. Mm. Yes, you can come out as, oh, I am you know, this confident person and pretend, but the whole time, in your mind, you're going to continue thinking, they're judging me, I'd better continue pretending, and it's like this vicious circle, right? And you keep on thinking as, of yourself as a fraud. And now it becomes really unpleasant experience. You're pretending, you're not happy, whereas all you need to do is just to go out there and be yourself. And I know, particularly for public speaking, you know, we, when we know we need to go as ourselves, we sort of feel naked, right? We feel very, it's not a fear even of the audience in general that they won't like us. It's more of a, they won't like the real me because the real me is not enough. But here is the thing. If you are out there and you're being yourself, there will always be people who won't like you, right? I mean, out of 100 people, there'll always be probably a couple of people who are just like, I just don't like him. And no matter what you say, they're not going to like you. They're not your people. But everybody else will. Whereas if you are pretending, there's still going to be some people who won't like you because they don't like that persona that you put on. And then there are going to be people who like you. That's what you're going to find out that their own people are liking you. Because the people who like you, they like the facade, not the real you. And so let's say you're given a talk uh, hoping to gain clients from this presentation and you are pretending to be somebody you're not 
and you have people attracted to you and then you realize you attracted the wrong people. You don't even want to work with them because they're not your people and you repelled people who you would have actually been perfect for, but because you put on this facade, you repelled them. I think as long as you remember that there will always be people who don't like you. And it's totally fine. The goal is not to have the whole world fall in love with you. That's not the goal. The goal is if you're stepping in front of the camera, if you're going on that stage and you speak, and there may be just one person who walks away from there and says, you know what? I'm going to change my life because of this. That's enough. You don't need a million people to love you. You just need to make a difference in several people's lives. I see that as much more important than people loving you for somebody who you're even not. Mm. Just because you put up this persona that you think is likable, that has nothing to do with you. Victoria, that's really well said. And there is this tendency of people to see some successful speaker and feel like they have to mirror that person to be captivating. But being yourself, that's the thing that really drives the attention because with a podcast like Profitable Public Speaking, there are so many other people who could talk about being a profitable public speaker or how to get out of the comfort zone and confidently step up on stage. There's so many people who could talk about that. And we've had episodes, not just on this show, but on other shows that the ideas and topics are repeating, but it's the personality of each person that makes each episode different. And that's why you just have to let your personality shine and people are going to love you for it because you're being fully authentic and not everyone's going to like you for it, but that's fine because that's not what it's, you're not going to get everyone to like you no matter how hard you try. And if you do try that hard to get everyone to like you, you're probably not going to end up liking yourself. So <laughs> well um, said. <laughs> I mean, that's big self-sabotage right there. Yeah. And I, and I like how you mentioned that when you are yourself, you're going you're gonna to come across very unique, like a very unique individual. And, you know, like, for example, you know, Mark, you and I, we can go on stage together, right? And somebody can give us a topic, you know, talk about making a, I don't know, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then you're going to give a speech about that and I'll give a speech about that. And there is only one way to make peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But I guarantee you and I are going to are going to be very different. We're going to give a completely different talk about it with completely different examples and life stories and jokes and everything else and maybe sad stories, right? And it's not that one is going to be better than the other. It's just going to be different. But if you try to pretend somebody you're not, then whatever you're going to say is going to be very similar to whoever you're trying to mimic or as you said, whoever you're trying to mirror. There's going to be no uniqueness to you. People won't remember you because you're going to be just like everybody else. You know, there are so many people who are very, very popular and rightly so, but the reason they're so popular and so wonderful and we love them so much is because they are being authentically themselves. And every story that comes out of their mouth is very much belongs to them. 
And I think it's very important to remember this, that only when you're being yourself, you've been truly unique and memorable. At the end of the day, personality on the stage is going to give you a big edge in delivering a great presentation. I know, Victoria, you help introverts especially who want to get that confidence on the stage and really crush it with their talk. So for people who want to follow you, your work, your journey, where do we go? Well, you can come to my website, www.byvictoriaL.com. It's B-Y, Victoria. L for Lewisnyansky, I know crazy last name, dot com. And you can learn more about me and you can work with me through my one-on-one coaching or through my group program, Brilliant Speakers Academy. And I help introverts not just deliver presentations on stage, but be in front of any audience, including virtual audience, video, live stream, Zoom, etc. By victoriaL.com. We'll have that link. We'll also have the link to Brilliant Speakers Academy down in the show notes. Victoria, thank you so much for joining us on Profitable Public Speaking. It was a pleasure to have you here today. It was wonderful. Thank you so much, Mark.